Monday after Thanksgiving, everyone's feeling nice and guilty. Cool story. <laughs> Everything I need to say needs to entertain you. It's quite amazing. Fast ones. Error. 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 The system is down. The system is Ooh. down. The distant future. Do you know the that year song? 2000. Do you know that song? Yes. Is that Flight of the Concords? Yeah, well, mine is. Yeah. What's mine? I did. The what system it? is down. I feel like, like it's strong like a bad? Kind of, <laughs> uh, it is. That's what <laughs> it is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Welcome. Welcome to the fast ones. Thanks. Um, I'm Max. Yeah. And I'm here with my, my buddy Mike. And today in the studio, we have our producer, Kevin. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Happy to be here. Everyone, meet Kevin officially. What up? We get I, a face to the name. We've had him on audio. Yeah, but he's never yeah. been on face. He's never been <laughs> For reasons on that face. are becoming apparent to everyone right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, he's clearly Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> he has that look that Canadians have that shouldn't be on camera. Yeah. 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 You, you're good. You're good, Mike. You're good, Kevin. There are too many people in the studio. <laughs> Everyone needs to calm down. <laughs> this is a rough hour for Max. Yeah, yeah. No, too Kevin, many people. You're a handsome man. And you got a cool hat. Yeah, yeah, I love this one. I picked it up at the uh, F1 pop-up shop in uh, in Vegas. Yeah, that was it's a good racing the, one of racing the best green of my color. life. Yeah, yeah, British racing green heritage. Yeah, it's like from this golf brand that I've never heard of, but uh, don't say it because they haven't given us any money yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, there's right. no payment. But if you want to read the thing on the side of the hat, do it. <laughs> you're free to do Nobody that. Blurt it. Blurt you blurt I, it. I just blurt it. Censored the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> awesome. Hey. <laughs> Hey, motion tracked. <laughs> Let's, uh, it's going to be a render heavy episode. There's going to be lots of uh, special effects, lots of CGI. <laughs> Flames right now. <laughs> I'm making um, Mike do so much work. I know. It's a, Don't worry. It's normal. It's um, usual. This episode. Typical stuff. We got to, I'll give us a quick rundown. Please. Okay. Um, we're going to start off with a listener question. Oh, we're going to start that way this week. Yeah. Big change. Yeah, big change. Everyone because, brace yourself. Because we're going to get deep into the weeds later on, and I didn't want to have to pull ourselves out for a listener question this time. Totally. And we need to get into nerd news, because you have missed a few things that you've been dying to talk about. Oh, Anything that you talk about is nerd news. Yeah, that's yeah. probably true. <laughs> but honestly, nerd news is just going to extend itself further into the Abu Dhabi review, and then into our year review. Because Kevin is in the studio today, and the mm. first thing he said to me when I showed up was, I have lots of facts. I have lots of facts today. <laughs> and I said, save it for the podcast. <laughs> you save those facts for later. And I was like, this is going to be a very fact-heavy episode. Max and I make up the fast ones. Kevin mm. makes up the facts one. The facts one. Where's the... That's the only one I got. <laughs> that works. That works. <laughs> so, um, if you guys are cool with that, we'll kick off with this listener question. Let's do it. This comes in from Daniel. Um, we like when new listeners ride into us. We have been getting a lot of questions because since we rebranded, so yeah. we have new questions to go through. But th- thank you, everyone who sends those in. We do super appreciate it. It's amazing. Yeah. So we have just one this week that we want to do. He says um, there's lots of rules and regulations from the FIA. Yep. He's like, it's stupid. You, okay. This yeah. is perfect. <laughs> if you were to start your own Formula One, what rule would you get rid of? 
Ooh, I like this question yeah. a lot. You could also think of it as what would be your rule set, but that's so many things. I'm just trying to recount yeah. the number of times Max got lucky this year with FIA calls and, <laughs> and write new rules for those. Yeah. So like, what is the biggest rule you would get rid of to make Formula One more exciting? Hmm. I'm going to let Kevin, you want to go first? You got sure, something yeah, on the top first. of your mind? Um, whichever rule made it so Carlos Sainz had to go back 10 places oh to the Las Vegas real. GP yeah. because of something that had absolutely nothing to do with his team. Or Daniel Ricciardo going a lap down in Brazil. That similar was ridiculous to, too. Thing, these act of God accidents and then the team's getting penalized for repairing their car in the time. How dare you? Yeah. And it, you and, had Loctite. And it impacts you nothing. You used Loctite. It impacts nothing. Not, yeah. Not, a, yeah. not a single thing. Yeah, ridiculous. You, you would think that they were adding upgrades to the car during the race, right? In order to get a ten grade, or like, or spot like penalty. Ferrari had um, orchestrated that manhole to flip up and destroy the I car. Mean, you and I talked so about they that. wouldn't put, put a, a new engine. In. It was the mafia. It was, and they were trying to get more viewers for the race, yeah, and so they were like, so. Carlos. Have you seen the way that Fred gives like a side eye to the camera when it like goes over to them and he's sitting at, at the control booth? That guy's got a secret or two. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's, he does. Also, uh, he's also French. I think he's just annoyed with Is he with French everyone. or French Swiss? We know. I mean, when I think French Swiss or Swiss anything, it's just Gunter. He's German. German Swiss. Italian Swiss. He lives in, he lives in a, just Switzerland. He's a weird... <laughs> Culmination of everything. He's French, French. Just regular old French. Yeah, Frederick. Frederick. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's just him being annoyed with everyone around him. Yeah. That is very French. Yeah. Everyone's beneath him. You're for looking sure. at everyone through a side eye because yeah. they don't deserve your full eye. Yeah. Yeah. So, you is that is that what you'd pick? You'd get rid of that weird. I would get rid of that one. Um, I mean, I do understand why that ruling was the way that it was, just given. Like, at what point do you say that's okay and this other thing isn't okay? Yeah. Right. Um, at the same time, I feel like if it's just from the track not being ready, if you could add that caveat into that rule. Right. And just make the change. Right. Mm -hmm. Or just know. something that is the act of God clause. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. It's like a tire landing on your rear spoiler isn't something that's your fault. Right. And if you can repair it before race start, no penalty. Right. Yeah. Or hitting a manhole cover during a practice session doesn't mean that you are going to be fined and mm -hmm. a practice session of all times too. Yeah. Not quality or anything like that. Yeah. It does seem outlandish yeah. to be penalized and also have millions of dollars worth of damage done to the car. And mm -hmm. also just give everyone a, a gift card for merch. <laughs> yeah. Who had tickets to that. <laughs> That's another FIA yeah. rule that needs Absolutely. to be rewritten. Yeah. The FIA, yeah. Well, I guess I was just F1. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, still brutal. Okay, what would you do? I would probably rethink or, and I, I haven't thought about it enough. Mm. I know, I sprung this on you. Yeah, but I think that like the second penalties, five second, 10 second penalties... Right. I would rethink the way that those are handed out. Well, like, what What do you mean? I'm kind of lost in this. Well, to, for example, in Vegas. Yeah. I was, just, I was yeah. just about to say. Max didn't give the place back to Charles. Yeah. So he got a five-second penalty with a car that's way faster than five seconds over a course of laps, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So the penalty is a net nothing. And what did he say? Send my... Send my regards. Send my regards. The most Holy cow. cool <laughs> answer or response I've ever heard. Yeah. I also respect the hell out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he also knows that he's <laughs> dominant. Yeah, that's yeah. just to... That's a nothing penalty. It's a net nothing. It yeah. does nothing to the guy. Um, I don't... What would you have done? Yeah, I guess he would have had to give the place back, right? Give the place back is an equal penalty to the crime, right? Mm -hmm. It's a, you passed off track and now you have to give the place back. Mm -hmm. Five second penalty does not work. 
I also think that it's a same kind of issue for things like five seconds ended at the uh, handed out after the race is over. So like Sebastian Vettel versus Lewis Hamilton mm. in Canada. We talked about this with Parker mm. where Sebastian went across the grass, rejoined. Lewis was on the outside and then they said it was an unsafe rejoin mm. and they gave uh, Sebastian a five second penalty mm. even though he was in the lead and he lost the race to Lewis even though he finished first. Mm. Yeah. And to me... I still wouldn't have agreed with any penalty handed to him, but given the situation where it was like, okay, you have to give Lewis the position, at least it would have given Sebastian a chance to fight Lewis, Mm. but a five second added to the end of the race is his only chance was to get five seconds Mm. out of Lewis, which was impossible for him. So I just think that those rules are kind of skewed. They're kind Mm. of flawed. They're very specific in when they work Mm -hmm. and otherwise just destroy people's races. You could also time box it or lap box it where it's like you have to serve it in X amount of laps. Right. Right. Where it's like, yeah, you have a five second penalty. You have to you have to serve it in three laps. So it becomes hockey. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it like multiplies or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, like the longer you wait to serve it, the more, the more harsh it gets. Yeah, I think that's that would work. Oh, that's great. interesting. That's weird. Well, and and then yeah. one last example of this exact thing. Actually, we'll get into Abu Dhabi, but Sergio Perez. Yeah, this he weekend shouldn't be allowed to race. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the rule what happened i watched the race but it was sergio kinda... finished the race with a five second penalty and he went from third or second to fourth mm, okay and ferrari lost second in the constructors championship over it right and to me i'm like you're telling me that a five second penalty mm. just determined millions of dollars for ferrari and wind tunnel time and all Jeez. these things yeah, and they wild. need it they do. <laughs> we need to beat them. We Ferrari need to needs Bull. the money. Oh, I thought we were talking about Red Bull. Both of them. No, no one needs it. Ferrari needs no money. They get so much money just for existing in F1. Yeah. Trust me, I'm going to have a bigger rant on this later, but we'll just say that it's all blanket under that same, yeah. the time penalties are issues yeah, for me. Yeah. There is a lot of rules in Formula One that I don't understand. And I mean, a lot of them came up this year, like the skid plate stuff. Right. I was like, they finished the race. Let them just yeah. finish the race. Right. Or like when Sebastian Vettel finished without enough fuel to test. Oh my gosh. I still think about fuel. that sometimes. Like, that is stupid. It's rough. It's harsh. But then you just brought up another one, like wind tunnel time. There's like rules yeah. around how much they can like develop, test and develop their car. Or I feel like. They should get as much time as they want in the off season to win tunnel time, to go on laps and test it on the track with the drivers. I think teams should come in as strong as they can. So the, funny, the first race, the funniest part of that is that the reason those rules exist is because they've pushed that envelope so hard in the past. What do you mean? So like when Adrian Newey was brand new to formula one, he would spend days go without eating in a wind tunnel, oh, just going so, so, so ham. These athletes are, and, and, and engineers are working hard. Yeah, exactly. How dare they? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. But no, the ethical treatment of employees, of drivers. If it's volunteer. uh, Somewhat. But even think of it this way. Damon Hill, Mm -hmm. when he raced for Williams before getting the nod to drive the car. Yeah. He was a test driver. So he spent days on end testing and testing and testing. There was a full separate team. Wait, does he have a championship? Damon does. Damon Hill. Interesting. 96. Just say interesting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Anyway, also, I didn't push back on your guys' no, rule no, change. No, 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 You're pushing yeah, back on mine. No, no. Wait, wait, wait. What was your rule change? That we get rid of any regulations around wind tunnel times and building and testing the oh, car okay. in the off season. 
It's a free for all. Max also season. wants the cars to be not safe. I also want <laughs> sticks of dynamite with a two hour wick. And if they don't finish the race in two hours, honestly, it's kind of already that way. Actually. Yeah, it kind of is. I know you guys talked about this last week, but turn into um, a pumpkin after two hours is what it yeah. is, though. Man, seeing Lando's car crash right in front of me. Oh, yeah. Was. I actually you could smell it. I could actually it was yeah. crazy. Yeah. You could smell the jet fuel. Fuel <laughs> burning rubber. Just no, burning all of it. like race like, gas. You yeah. could just smell it and I look to my right and just a wave of sparks like engulfing his car no, and was, I'm just thinking I, I literally thought I was like I think I think someone just got hurt. Yeah. And he's fine like well I mean you listen to it he's like I'm all right. I'm good. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah totally shaken up. But yeah. Intact. He's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's wild. Gnarly. Yeah. yeah. That so was one of the most dramatic crashes I've seen in a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's very real. It's very real. I actually think that was one of the more dramatic crashes that I've seen in a long time. I love that so, he just like, bumped real. the road yeah. differently and his back axle just exploded. Yeah, yeah. it just turned into a it turned <laughs> He did what? have a stick of dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's wild. And then you're right. We haven't had a lot of insane crashes this season. So seeing that, it was like, oh, this is Well, when huge. everything's compared to Joe's crash last year. Yeah. That it's hard was to top that. It's hard to top that. It's one of the most insane crashes. Someone will. They'll step up to the plate. It mm-hmm. always seems to happen. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that guy, uh, real quick, that FP3 crash in Monza where he hits the little burn, the little yeah, curb, wild. and he just takes flight. Oh, the like GT car. We need to like yeah. put a video. Oh, no, just, it's like, an F2 it's an open, car. It's an F2 or F3. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you need to put a clip like somewhere so, yeah, someone, yeah. so people know. The sausage curb yeah. looks like a glitch and you're playing like Forza. It yeah, doesn't look nuts. real. Yeah, for those who are listening and, and, and may know at least that last corner at Monza, which used to be called the Parabolica. They put sausage curbs on the outside to try to prevent drivers from running too wide on that corner. And they found out the hard way not to do that. It just became ramps. (laughs) (laughs) They just put some kickers on the edge of the parabolica. Oh, don't do that. That was bad. Like We should have put a grind rail right off that kicker. And it would have landed him safely. (laughs) They would have at least built the special meter. (laughs) Happened to Aaron Oh my goodness me. Yeah, yes. that's the one. Get the tape sound. Oh my All right. gosh. Yeah. Okay. Incredible. Shifting girls real quick. I know, Mike, you had some nerd news you wanted to talk about that you've been saving for a couple episodes. Yeah. Let's do it. What do you got? Well, first of all, I feel like we haven't even talked about it yet, but there's so, something so important about this Formula One Academy thing. And Ex- you guys have heard of Formula Academy? Yeah, Formula explain Academy? it to us. I'm not quite sure what it is. Yeah, like I know it. Maybe just for Max, if you could explain it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm happy just being the guy who likes the fast cars. <laughs> totally. Totally. There's this, this division line of nerds and we have cool laptops. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The digital side is on this side of the table, Max. Yeah. That's why you guys do the work. Yeah, the, exactly. So uh, Formula Academy. Is that so, what it's called? Yeah. Okay. And so W Series was before. I've seen the W Series championship race. So. Right. You got to see that. Where did you see it? In Austin? It was the Austin Grand Prix. They okay. did their last race there. Okay, yeah, yeah. The championship was decided there, I think. I think the Formula Academy did the same. I think they ended their Is it the season. same thing? No. Yes and no. Okay. And this is why I want to explain the difference. The reason that this is a, an interesting topic is because the W Series was an open wheel racing series for women. Mm-hmm. 
Which is great. Yeah. It was a great idea. But the problem with it is that it wasn't an opportunity to build toward anything. Okay. Because it was considered the top tier right. of, women of women racing. racing. Okay. Formula Academy is built to be a farm league for Formula 3, Formula 2, okay. and F1. And Formula Academy, is it exclusive to women? It is. Cool. And each of the teams mm. are backing a team and okay. selecting drivers. And so Bianca, who we talked about, is signed yeah, right. with McLaren. Uh-huh. And then uh, Leah Block, Ken's yeah. daughter, just signed with Williams. That amazing. is the coolest thing oh, I've it's so ever epic. heard of. She yeah. rips. She's great. Amazing. Yeah, she's killer. And people yeah. are like, oh, she's never done open wheel racing. I'm like, Kimi Raikkonen had never raced an open wheel car yeah. until he stepped into F1 from rally. Yeah. And he destroyed everyone. So. People who are saying that, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. But She can drive a better car than anyone making that comment. (laughs) And she's what, like 16? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so the point of this and the reason that it's so cool is because the W Series was a great idea, Mm -hmm. but it didn't give anyone an opportunity to step up. Gotcha. There was no end, more future like end goal for them. Right. So Formula Academy is this opportunity for the girls to get into the seat. That's cool. And isn't um, that Bianca girl like a reserve driver for McLaren? McLaren? Yeah, I think she. Tec- I think all of them technically assume somewhat of that role. It's oh. probably a bit of a pecking order. Like, I they're probably not like first up. Yeah, there's mm. but, like Pato Award and some of these other people in mm. McLaren who'd probably be first to get a phone call. But that's that's what that's really cool. Yeah, but, I think it's sick because when I first started getting into F1, I remember thinking, "Has I ever been like a female driver?" And there has, but there's short lived. Yeah, yeah. Um, no one that's made a splash. And she only did, and that's Danica Patrick, an indie car. That was an indie car, but in F one they did have one, but it was like in I I'd have oh, to do more do research. About that. Yeah. Okay. I believe that when this took place was back when kind of like racing was inconsistent mm. as far as like when and where and what was considered a Grand Prix and what was considered an exhibition race. It was kind mm. of in like that time period. Okay. The I think her name is Marta. Yeah, Marta Garcia is that's the right. champ uh, from this season. Mm. And she scored a Formula 3 seat, I believe, immediately following her championship. Oh, wild. And so that's basically proving the point of why they dissolved the Mm. W Series, which a lot of people took kind of to heart Mm. and being like, oh, this is so bad. But really what it did was it created such a real opportunity for this to be a growth and, Mm. and farming opportunity and add some ladies to the program. I think that's sick. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about that. After that, one of the things that I thought was so, so, so great this year. Yeah. What is it? Was MotoGP. MotoGP. And what is MotoGP for our new listeners? MotoGP are two-wheeled F1 cars. Oh, interesting. (laughs) So motorcycles. Motorcycles. (laughs) Yeah. And have you ever thought to yourself? No. What would it be like if you had an F1 car with no wings? No. Uh, You've not? Actually, have you ever thought to yourself? Not at all. Never. Okay, yeah. But basically MotoGP is like lopping the wings off an F one car mm. and sending it down the straightaway because these bikes go two twenty. Yeah, it's insane. That's ins- that is wild. Really bonkers. Yeah. And the dudes that ride them, you can tell, mm-hmm. like, I love F1 so mm-hmm. much because the These drivers are, are like so refined and like proper gentlemen and just okay. just racing incident for uh-huh. Charles Leclerc. Right. Yeah. 
and then you meet like goes these, home and records a piano record yeah. you know like that's 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 the vibe of these yeah. guys yeah. yeah yeah you're not sure if valentino Rossi is robbing banks and slapping chains on the highway yeah. after a motor these are road rash type guys yeah, these dudes are gnarly <laughs> that's on brand these sound like They're guys so that have a death wish like genuinely totally Genuinely. And they get tossed. Mm. They high side. A high side is when the bike goes sideways, and then you kind of flip and I, in the direction of travel, basically. Yeah. And you see those bikes do that at like at speed, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, they just like get up and walk away. And their pads are really gnarly, so they kind of walk funny. Uh-huh. But it is just amazing. You're like, how did he get up? Yeah, that's you get wild. some of those camera angles following those corners. And they are leaning their cheeks on the ground. Oh, yeah, they're all the way down elbow. Wow, the the physics involved to get your motorcycle down that low and then back up yeah, at speed. Yeah, that's it that scares me. Beyond like beyond what we can. Comprehend. I have a motorcycle and I love riding it, uh-huh. but that that scares the crap out of me. That level of grip <laughs> and trust is not. I do not quite have there. that in my yeah, bike. Totally, I don't have that in my bike. So, so MotoGP this year. This year was insane. The season just wrapped up. Uh-huh. Uh, our champion is. Peko Benyaya is his name, and he races for Ducati's factory back team. Mm. That's cool. Is that how you say Ducati? I say Ducati. It depends on, I guess, a Ducati. I don't know. I just I feel like from the motorcycle Americans. owner. I don't own a Ducati. He has a BMW. But I, Look yeah, at the shirt. It's a BMW. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but yeah, so he races. I mean, I guess I've listened to too many British people. This is what it happens. You yeah. get rewired. I was just, I was just wondering. Yeah, it's Ducati. Yeah. So you're like, dude. why is the D a J? You have to DM the hospital. I say they're wrong. They're still saying Sean for Charles. <laughs> Sean. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, that's cool, though. I've always wanted to check out MotoGP. Yeah. Did it just finish? It just finished. Why do they all end at the same time? I know. It's the worst. Yeah. Mm. I know that Dakar is in January, I think. Formula E kind of races opposite schedule. Okay. So you can catch Formula E mm, in this yeah. offseason period. Cool. But if you want, you can go back and watch the season for MotoGP. Jorge Martin is the guy that was fighting with mm. Pecco Benyaya. Okay. And he came down to this last race. That's awesome. Uh, that's exciting. He started sixth and Pecco was on pole. Okay. And like going into the first corner, Jorge had made it to second. Oh, Wow. And what after a like a few laps, they brushed shoulders going oh into turn one at 200. <laughs> it was so Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it that. It was so oh, wow. good. So That's cool. Check it out. Let's go, let's go to a race ourselves. That would be an awesome one. Because they MotoGP, they race, it, they race in Austin. They race at Circuit uh, of the Americas. Crazy. But anyways, yeah, it's fun. Super awesome watch. And honestly, now that you kind of, you've, you've got that love for the speed and mm. the agility of these people and their reaction skills yeah and then coupling that on a bike you're just it's, bl- it's mind-blowing i'm yeah. even not, not i'm not even much of a motorcycle person mm-hmm. i way prefer cars yeah. yeah but i respect the crap out of it and it's still racing it's so, yeah. so fun to watch totally cool well then officially shifting gears to the abu dhabi grand prix just talk about it race recap yeah kevin <laughs> what do you yeah. think about the abu dhabi? did you watch it did you get a i chance? did watch it yeah cool. I, I didn't get a chance to watch it i, I didn't watch it live i just caught it today mm-hmm. um it was i got like nothing super eventful during you know? work kevin no after oh yeah okay <laughs> on the treadmill <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah that's better yeah. um but it was it was cool. I forget how sick the Yas Marina track, at least visually, mm-hmm. is. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of complaints as far as the actual layout of it. Like, the straights are slow and the corners kind of suck. Um, Those people just want to... 
They're the people who listened to Arcade Fire way before you did. Yeah, I didn't that's, do that. That's what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's my example of what kind of person is complaining about Abu Dhabi. Sure. This track was trash before they changed it. Right. Okay. The race was horrendous. Really? Horrendous. When did they Jor- Jeremy it? Clarkson even called it out to Kimi Raikkonen when no they way. had him on the show. Really? He was like, he's like, oh, this, this weekend is Abu Dhabi. What do you think of the track? And Kimmy's like, I don't like it. <laughs> and Jeremy's like, it's awful to watch. <laughs> really? And that full conversation takes place. What year did they switch it over? Uh, last, uh, no, 21. Okay. So yeah, the first that's year right. of, so Max and that's Lewis's right. championship right. fight came down to the brand new version of the oh, circuit. And how do you like the brand new version? It's so much better. Okay, good. I mean, this, this race had everything. Yeah. There was passing. Oh, really? There was all sorts of like drama. I, I mean, mean, I'm saying that like I didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah, there just wasn't a crash, Max. Yeah, there were always that, yeah. crashes. I know that you're accustomed to like seeing Lando crash, seeing right. Max just hop yeah. on top of yeah. Lewis in person, but yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to crash. We'll to get to my race. experience watching the race. <laughs> Max fell asleep. Yeah. Like he always does. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I thought it was fun though. Like seeing Perez come up was really awesome. That's what I was going to say is yeah. that I feel like Perez's rescue drives in the end of this year have been insane and nobody's crediting him for that. No, there's, they're not Bad all their qualifying sessions yeah. and then killer finishes. Yeah. I feel in my opinion, I think Perez has successfully locked his spot down for next year. Totally. Um, and I don't think that's really being acknowledged. No, really anywhere, mm, but yeah, we, he, we just don't want to acknowledge Yeah, that. Sure. But he's <laughs> right. done what Mark Weber never did. Right. What? Yeah. Which Pierre Gasly, Albon, none of these other guys have yeah. done, which is P2. And so a lot of people say like, oh man, Danny's going to step in. Danny wants a championship and don't get it twisted. Yeah, he wants yeah. to win. Yeah. He's. Checo knows exactly what he's doing in that seat now. Yeah. And this year only solidified that. Do you remember at the beginning of this year when we were saying, Checo's the only person that's going to challenge Max for a championship. He was our only hope. That's what was being said. He was our only hope. Yeah. Yeah. And that didn't happen. No. And he he knows that. He knows that now. Big time. Big time. He didn't let Red Bull down. No. He made Christian the happiest boy in the world. Oh, yeah. But Christian's not not for me. (laughs) I'm for competition. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, as far as securing his seat goes, Checo's done that. Yeah. 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 It was interesting. I don't really know why George was outperforming Lewis to the degree that he did. It just seems like they're, fl- they, they just trade, yeah. you know, the tracks where George is doing well, Lewis can't keep yeah. up with him and vice versa. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. I'm not really sure what's going on inside George Russell's head, <laughs> taking all the credit for Mercedes number two finish. I mean, amazing for Mercedes to come in second at the end at the well, constructors. But George was up there <laughs> acting like he built that car himself. <laughs> Does George well, also agree with their strategy ever? <laughs> Has anyone noticed this? No. Oh my Every God. time they're yeah, like, I, I know what you're talking they're like about. plan A plus two or anything. We're not playing like, as a team. Yeah. <laughs> what if we went long and then we changed the strategy have you because I my, went long. Have you called and my mom and asked her if it's all right? And the Lewis plays the sacrificial lamb and I win the race. <laughs> And the strategist is like, shut up, George. <laughs> Bring literally, the car in. literally, he's like, where are we standing in the construct? Like, I'm t- like, he's typing yeah. it. Where are we standing <laughs> in the constructor championship? What is our status? And they're just like, just race. Just race. And just drive your dumb car, goes, George. He says, what the f- does that mean? Did you see this? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember this yeah. during the race? And George literally said, what the f- does that mean? And his race engineer, because he told him to focus on yeah. the race. Yeah. 
Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I, I own. I will own this team. Yeah. In a year's time. Yeah. And here's the, here's the difference between George and Mercedes. When my dad owns this team, you will be out of a job, sir. Father will inherit this. But in contrast, yeah, Mercedes is like George. Just shut up and drive. Yeah, we got it. Things are gonna happen. And Charles is out there, and he's like, "If I let Perez through, yeah. and he gets five seconds ahead, then we get second of the tra- championship." And lets Perez through. Yeah, mm. sacrifices his potential second place, which he's like, "Don't care about those. Don't care. All <laughs> I want is constructors' championship. Yeah. yeah, that's all you can get now." Yeah, and. I was like, here's the big brains of Charles Leclerc yeah. and the respect of the team being like, that's a great idea. Mm. <laughs> but it's just funny in contrast that Mercedes is like, shut up, George Race. Mm. And Charles and Ferrari, they're like, good idea. Yeah. <laughs> now, to George's credit, <laughs> yeah. they don't get second if he doesn't have the performance he did today. No, he did. And I and I he he so he did perform and he did bring yeah. it home. I looked up the points and I was like, if Lewis hadn't scored any points, would they got the check? Would they have? And I don't think Lewis mattered. No, it was George's. Points it was George's points. Yeah. And so also Lewis had scored points throughout the year too. I'm just saying it just comes down to, I don't to the know last if race. Our listeners know. <laughs> I don't know if I, the listeners know. I'm just not a fan of George Russell. I think Wait. everyone's picked up on that loud and Wait. clear boys. And I don't know if there's anyone out there that will disagree. <laughs> there's not a bunch of them. There's not a lot um, of them. Yeah, but his beaming, dumb, smiling oh face at the gosh, end of that race. This, Go back and scathing. watch it and just. <laughs> Try and love that face. It is impossible. I, the, the 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 three wave and thumb. The queen taught him that one actually. Before I'm she like, passed. learned it in prep school. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, it's the most disingenuous thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So Merck finished 409, Ferrari 406. That's how close so it was. Crazy. Just, just for everyone crazy. to know. So close. And Ferrari, oh, that's such a such a bad way to end. And, they were and, and, holding and if you, on. And if you add Ferrari and Mercedes points up, they don't equal Red Bulls. Oh my gosh. Which is the biggest, yeah. most it's ridiculous insane. deficit ever. Let's, so ridiculous. Yeah, that do is Do you want insane. to talk more about the race or do you want to talk about that? Because I have some thoughts on that. Uh, save that, save that. Okay. We, we right. Yeah, we'll come back to this. Yeah, put a pin on that. Mike, uh, any more thoughts on the race? Your perspectives? So I will say that there's a an interesting part of this mm-hmm. that I feel like we... I don't want to gloss over. Okay. The Lando Norris and Perez collision that did give mm-hmm. Perez a five-second penalty. Oh, yeah. I've seen Max do that move a thousand times and not push it and Perez kept it in the lines they stayed in line (laughs) and Lando turns in and bonks into Perez and then acts like flagrant and goes across the track and the FIA rule oh he like opened the steering wheel a little and whatever and I'm like since when are you slowing it down and looking at the steering wheel these guys mm. have let so much go for Max, for Max, for Lewis, for anyone who's Wait, run somebody yeah. wide like that okay. for years. And where Perez does this, so you're saying that Perez keeps Lando on the track. They both make the corner, but oh. then Lando bails out because so he's, he's touched wheels Lando, with him. You're saying Lando kind of flopped. He did. And then Perez got an unfair penalty where Max and Lewis have given free passes their whole life. Exactly. Oh, I, I did not even pick so up on that. This is where I feel like so. And then Perez says the stewards are a joke on the team radio after the race is finished well, and then was summoned uh-oh. to the FIAs Detention. for a verbal warning. How dare you? That if he did that again, he would get penalty points on his license and so on fines and whatever. I'm just saying that the yeah. level of treatment yeah. is so different mm. for certain drivers 
that like for me when with this in Perez, the reason that it did upset me ultimately is that this de- this decision against Perez mm-hmm. cost Ferrari second in the championship, yeah. which mm. I think is kind of ridiculous. Interesting. For again, it's like I look at that crash and I kind of go, I've seen some pretty blatant things. Yeah. Completely ignored all season. Yeah. To me, it looks like a like a racing incident. Yeah. You try to run the guy wide who's trying to pass you. That's yeah. normal. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Perez, mm. he didn't crash into Lando. Lando turned to him. Mm. And then to give Perez a penalty, I was like, what? Yeah, I remember looking at me like, oh, that's kind of interesting. But I did think, uh, I thought he did lose the line just a little bit. Right. Just just a hair. Right. You know? But again, you compare that to literally Max running Charles off the track mm. in Vegas. Right. And they serve the same penalty. Mm. Right. Right. And it's just, they don't feel like they're the same weight. Right. But they get treated the same. Right. And I think that is a really good point, right? Yeah. When you hear Checo talk about the fact that he feels like like there is racism yeah. from the FIA against the fact that he's Mexican, yeah, it's really hard to mm. not be like, maybe there's something to that yep. when he gets punished the way that other people don't. Mm. Well, and I, again, we've talked about it a lot last year because of the number the number of times that an end plate came loose on a Haas right and they were black flagged oh yeah hamburger flagged or whatever yeah the meatball flag the meatball flag black and and orange or whatever it is and they they would you know you have to repair that right away yeah come in now and then the other teams did Max, the whole race, Max the wing is Lewis hanging off. Race, the whole race with the stupid thing partially attached. Yeah. And it was like, okay, so you have completely different treatment for Haas mm-hmm. than you do for Mercedes, right. Red Bull, or any of these other teams. So I think that it's a, it's a, it's a culmination of things. Mm. I don't think that necessarily racism plays into it. Mm. I wonder if it's more of the financial benefit that comes from these larger constructors. Mm. And where Red Bull, yes, is a big constructor and Sergio races for them, he's not number one. Hmm. Right. And so sometimes I feel like they're less lenient with number two because they're like, well, we've got to... We gotta pay our dues. Oh, interesting. We're like, they owed have to a five second they penalty to Red Bull. Because they can't just like let it slide always because then people start looking and asking questions. Right. right. But at some point or another, it's like, okay, we've let a lot of things slide Sketch. with Max. So give Sergio the penalty. Yeah. I feel like the justifications there come out of really weird logic. Yeah. That doesn't seem super on mm. it's it's very unethical. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, come on, yeah. clean this up. It seems ridiculous that again millions of dollars on the line came mm-hmm. down to a five second penalty over something that I would say is super questionable penalty. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So that's one of my bigger takeaways from the race weekend. I have a ton of notes on this, but literally most of it was just what a bummer way for Ferrari to lose. <laughs> yeah, it. it's tough. And yeah. they fought hard. They I mean, if Carlos really had had year. any sort of like if Strategy. he had started the race <laughs> mm-hmm. differently, these last two, they win. Yeah. And man, Carlos, I mean, you talk about Charles being like, why do I have the worst luck? Why do I have the worst luck? Correct. Carlos. Lately, it's been Carlos, Carlos having the worst yeah, luck, totally. but Ferrari has terrible luck. Yeah, they broke yeah. a mirror. I don't somewhere. even, yeah, they did. <laughs> I don't necessarily like love Ferrari, yeah. but I am rooting for them so hard lately. They have to figure this out because to me, it seems like the Ferrari is, is still, is still, it's between McLaren and Ferrari, even though yeah, that's not is. how the, st- the standings show. Right. It's between those two mm. who can dethrone Red Bull. Mercedes is too far off. You think? I think that they've got to find something that's mm. really, really ridiculous, like the DAS system, right. the mm. dual axis steering, uh-huh. in order to dethrone Red Bull mm. right now. Crazy. I think the other two are closer to I doing wouldn't it. put a pass Merck being able to do that in the offseason. They are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, but I think... 
I was watching um, the interview where Dak Shepard and Christian Horner were talking. Did you see this? No. Um, it's actually really interesting. Um, if you're listening, don't watch theirs. Yeah, watch don't watch ours. theirs. Watch watch this one. Only reference us. But it was cool to hear the differences between having Henry and Kevin on <laughs> yeah, promoting other podcasts. <laughs> and Henry's like, always supposed- like, subscribe, like, <laughs> go to YouTube. It's like Kevin, aren't you supposed to be the producer for this podcast? Um, it's amazing, but. No, it was just interesting to hear someone who's more of a fan mm. talk to Christian and not like a reporter fashion. Right. And the stuff that they would talk about. Christian is just super open about basically everything. Yeah. Mm. Dax goes, what's the deal with Ferrari? Yeah. Like, why can't they figure it out? And Christian goes, it's because they're basically owned by the state. It's a country thing. It's a country thing. Yeah. And they are scrutinized in the papers in a way that we are not. Yeah. No one has national identity attached to Red Bull. Mm. There is no national paper saying, oh, this management needs to go, like, this driver shouldn't be here, this engineer, whatever, mm. blah, blah, blah. Because yeah. Dela Sport is known for a lot yeah, of and Ferrari turmoil. Exactly. Mm. And that influences what happens in Ferrari yeah. a lot. Yeah. And the reason Mattia Benotto is gone eff- effectively is because of the Italian press. Yeah. And kind of puts it in perspective, mm-hmm. you know, he also mentioned in that, uh, in that interview that as the formula gets kind of closer to being completed, you know, as we get closer to 2026, when the formula is going to change again and the end of the ground effect era yeah. that we're in right now, we'll notice the field collapsing in on itself. Yeah. And it's already getting really tighter kind of in the, in the midfield. Mm-hmm. Like Haas got 12 points this year. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, it was not too long ago when there were teams at the very back that got one point or no. Yeah, well, we about, right. It's never happened before. Yeah, that's a the team highest. in last place has 12 points. Yeah. That's the highest the the losers ever had. Yeah. It's wild. And it's so tough. everyone talks about how this season was just so dominated by Red Bull and it was. Yeah. But it's never actually been closer in right. the midfield than now. Yeah. Which right. is credit to the formula and how it is today which right. is really cool yeah however yeah as the formula gets closer to being completed the other teams are going to just look at the red bull and say we're just going to copy this more and more right and like everyone is literally doing that right now yeah. and by the end of it we are going to see it's probably going to be anybody's game in 25 well i think what's interesting about that though to kind of go along with your point the last time that we did see this was 2021 with lewis exactly. and max exactly and it's like the I think one of the things is so, so crazy. And I've, I've been listening. I want to say reading because I want to sound intelligent, but I've been listening to Adrian Newey's book, How to Build a Car. Awesome. One of the things that I've loved about listening to that book is hearing some things that I feel like are, are some personal flaws, but also some like really great, like, uh, like personal objectives and like things that he refuses to like let go of his integrity on. Mm. He's developed a lot of cars and he's dealt with a lot of crap. Yeah. And he said way before. So not, I'm not even into the part of the book where he starts talking about Red Bull yet. Yeah. And he believes that instead of completely throwing the book out the window, throw a car out and say, I'm done developing this. He's like, if you don't understand the problems with your car, you'll never get it out. You'll never figure it out. Even if you go after someone else's design, if you can't figure out with what you started with, you're done. You'll never figure it out. So he's a stick with the philosophy and find the problems and fix them. I kind of love that. And so one of the reasons that I bring that up is because if you look at Max Verstappen's first championship car versus the Mercedes, they are two completely different designs. Those cars are nowhere near the same car. 
but at the end of that regulation, the convergence of the top teams was was dynamite. They were on each other's level playing field, and it was nutty. Rajah's backs, yeah, literally com- two completely different design theories, and they were setting similar lap times. One of the things that I actually still love about this regulation is, although some of the cars have gone for some of the same side pods, some similar floor designs, right. there's still it's still not IndyCar and it never will be because mm-hmm. Delara builds all of them for IndyCar. And so there's no variation in these things. Mm-hmm. When you show up to a race weekend and you see the Alpine and you see the Red Bull and you see the Ferraris, they're all so freaking different. And it's right. nuts that the midfield is that close together. I know, it's so cool. With that many design theories. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how are you guys all tinkering in your little warehouses in England and you've come up with the yeah, that's crazy. Uh, something that's with intents. Yeah. Totally. It's unbelievable to me. Yeah, the interpretation and the and the variety of that interpretation is, is so cool. It is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, another point. Sorry, sorry was what, what were we talking about? We were talking about the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix <laughs> well, somehow. Another yeah, I got a little sidetracked, but another point of this race that was super cool. Well, I guess I don't know super cool, but uh, this was Franz Toss last race. Yes. This is a farewell to He's the legendary guy. Yeah. For those who don't know, he's the team principal for Avatari and yeah. has been the team principal for Avatari, Toro Rosso, yeah, and everything like that for a long time. And that was also the last time you'll ever see a car racing with the Avatari name. Yes, that's correct. Next year they are going to probably have you heard this? Yes. Yeah. They are probably going to be called Racing Team Bulls. Racing Bowl or something <laughs> yeah, like it's that. Kinda, doesn't roll off the tongue. And it's definitely gonna, not. They're yeah. sponsored by Visa, I've heard, and okay. the and the Cash App. Oh, <laughs> so the get robbed app yeah. is it the cash app the one that like people's bank accounts so, get drained yeah. on <laughs> but yeah the cash app visa and team racing bowls it's a weird thing going on man Does it is so Alphatari, disheartening yeah. sorry but back to the name, Alpha, the name of Atari is just so great it's hard it to is. lose that it is yeah. a great name because it sounds Italian yeah it does it does Scuderia yeah, yeah. Scuderia Alphatari plus works and it, it, it still has racing a Red Bull heritage to it. Right. Um, and for those fans who are listening and maybe haven't heard this, uh, the founder of Red Bull or the co-founder of Red Bull, mm-hmm. Dietrich Mateschitz, who was the one who was massive Formula One fan, the diehard guy who brought in all of the drivers and babysat them through all of their youth careers to get to the sport, passed away um, just before the Austin Grand Prix last season. Right. And we're starting to see kind of the fallout and the change of Red Bull after his passing. Yeah, he's rolling over in his grave for this racing the Visa Cash App (laughs) racing bulls. Yeah, (laughs) I I I hate to hear that because it makes me think that uh, it sounds like rich energy a little to me. It does, and it's it's uh, just we don't need that stuff. Yeah, Yeah. 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 last race and um, a lot of pedigree. You know, you look at the racers that have come up through him, and it's. It's wild. Carlos Sainz, Sebastian Vettel, Max, Danny, 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 Peter Gasly, Pierre, uh, Alex Albon, Alex Albon. A lot Uh, of the grid. Yeah. Seriously. But there's a lot of guys that are still successful in WEC and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the uh, Brendan Hartley, who's a New Zealander. He races in uh, in Le Mans and it does the prototype cars of the hypercars class. Mm. And uh, yeah, there's just, there's a number of really talented dudes who have had to answer to Franz. It's crazy. So Yuki gave him a shout out when the race started. Did you hear that? Yeah. And his helmet was dedicated to him and stuff. Mm -hmm. And 
I actually love that relationship because I know, I know that Yuki is the worst <laughs> yeah. to work with. He's like such a volatile pain in the butt with his mouth. Mm. And it's, it's, it shows a lot that Yuki cares about him and Franz also cares about Yuki. But uh, I listening to his interview, he had a great interview. Uh, I think it was Beyond the Grid that they just cool. did. Yeah. And he talked about how much respect he had for Yuki, which I was surprised. Yeah. Yuki- I thought that he was like public enemy number one a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Well, they, I mean, Franz has a history of getting like drivers that are rough around the edges yeah. and turning them into drivers that can go race for the A-team. Right. And that is so, so valuable. And you have to ask yourself if that team is going to be able to keep doing that. Right. Or not. Mm. Guys, my Abu Dhabi Grand Prix experience is not that <laughs> exciting. <laughs> you guys have been going off about all these facts and figures and it was predictable to me. Nobody crashed. Max no, won. No, no, so I, 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 I don't know. It was boring I'm getting, I'm getting into passes and stuff, but like Max won and he won by a massive margin. I was like, I could have predicted that. And I did. Right. It's just like, I knew he was going to win going into it. Also, for whatever reason, my recording of the race for when I rewatched it oh, was yeah. the kids broadcast. <laughs> Did you know this? Was it like Kids Bop does a Formula One? Yeah. I'm, yes. I'm not kidding. I've never heard of this before. It was like they kid have commentators. No. It was like kid kids. commentators. Yes. Did, was this just a one-off where they were trying nope. to... Perf- this is all the time? They've been doing it since, I want to say like Miami or something. Are you, the kids were good commentators. Or at least a couple But of also races. you're just listening to eight-year-olds talk about the race. So, n- and don't don't let me... This sounds like a pirated stream. I'm just going to go ahead and say <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it pretty it much was, is. They had their own <laughs> no, graphics. No, I'm saying Max watched a pirated stream. Yeah, they had their own graphics. And all the Parker drivers... Edwards sent him the link. <laughs> Guys, let me rant, damn it. Just stop it. I listen to you. And your theories. No, let me talk about the dumb kids broadcast. We're giving like <laughs> shout outs to France sauce. And Max is like, Max is like, like, kids like I haven't been able to talk about this all weekend. <laughs> Let's talk about France tossed when he dies. <laughs> in a fiery crash a under a bridge I'm standing on. Okay, Max, kids I'm just, I'm just saying that it was wild. There was graphics on the side. Don't they have like emojis and stuff? Yeah, it's yeah. like little cartoons oh, no. of all the drivers. And they only show the <laughs> like top bitmojis or what? They, yeah. Kind of. Okay. They, only, they're, they only show the top 10 of the race. Yeah. Because the, the graphics are so thick. They they're can huge. only fit the 10 drivers <laughs> on. So I'm like, what is going on in the bottom 10? Oh, and then they'd man. only show like the, the time to the next person. They'd never show pit stops or tires the whole race. <laughs> That's probably why I didn't know about what was happening with Sergio. You're like, what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, my hat's off to these kids who can comment on a whole race and sound very professional, but also as a guy, as an adult man, I just want the real broadcast. Well, I'm going to go don't ahead know why and assume that, that Natalie Pinkham has been <laughs> in, in no. the past. Natalie Pinkham has been the like the voice of it. And then there's like the kids chiming in. Okay. So she'd be like the David Croft. Okay. There was a guy there. He was a man. And when the kids would kind of get off topic or something, he would like chime in and be like, hey, it looks like Ferrari's going into the pits. And then they would like, you know, they yeah. were so good. I would never be able to do as good as these kids would do. Right. But also they also are in I want to know what's happening in positions, positions 11 to 20. <laughs> right. And I want to know who's pitted. Yeah. I want to know who's on what tire. Yeah. You're like, where's someone Kanak? walked in with first snacks. The yeah. whole broadcast yeah. fell apart. Yeah. I was like, what? Te- well, yeah. who is this? Goldfish. For? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was very frustrating. I had never heard about this. This sounds like an alternate reality. I thought it was this one-off thing. I was like, and and, and as the race, the race started, I was like, 
how long are these kids going to be talking? You're like, this <laughs> when is, is David Crofty coming in? <laughs> <laughs> and then like lap 10, I'm like, it's not stopping. It's not. Max Max texted me <laughs> I and texted I was you. I was like, are you serious? I'm like, there's different broadcasts, so like, you should be able to just find the other one. <laughs> now he's like a recording. And on he's the, like, he's like, no, I recorded it because the, stuck with because this because one. The F, because the F1 account that we mooch off of, <laughs> yeah, doesn't pay for it anymore and it wouldn't oh, log in. It's it Jace like, not paying for it anymore. Yeah, we got to call Jace. <laughs> be like Jace. Hey, can you can you can start you pay for F- the, can you pay for F one TV please? The nine bucks a month we need for this account. <laughs> anyway, rant over. Oh, uh, that's amazing. What um, else did you guys want to talk about? France tossed again. <laughs> what did you guys want to say about stupid France tossed? Yeah, you guys want to talk about some anyway, old man. Final Abu Dhabi thoughts. Max O stuck watching kids broadcast. I made a note of <laughs> you that. You did make a note. I see it. That's awesome. Let's buy a pass to watch F1 races, but it's only it's that only broadcast. Kids pass. That way, that's Max's login. Give it to him for Christmas. Like discount. <laughs> Max that now has amazing. to come here every week like, this is what I saw. <laughs> it's not drama in Formula like, One. It's do you, fun. Do you know that Sage, she's an announcer, and her godmother's best friend is Naomi Campbell? <laughs> Guys, that's a legit fact I learned. I don't know if her, her name was Sage, but her godmother's friend is Naomi Campbell, and well, that, she was at the race. She was at the race. I was so. going to say, I, I saw Lewis shaking hands. Which is not good when you host a Formula One podcast. <laughs> I would love if Dora... Was just trying to get you to talk to the cars. Pit stop, pit stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, you did it. I'm a map, I'm a map, I'm a track, I'm a map. <laughs> okay, shifting gears for the final time in this episode. Yeah. We're now into fourth gear, heading down the straight. They only have four gears, right? Um, <laughs> Twice that. Okay, we've we've now come up to the final race. The year and the season is over for the 2023 season. It is. Um, Kevin has been awesome enough to find some of our predictions. We wanted to kind of talk about those. Oh, they're only what, mine. What did we learn from this year? I remember my prediction. You and do? It, yeah, it okay. was that Haas would get on a podium. And sadly, oh, that came man. so close in Australia and the FIA robbed us. Literally robbed it from us. That was one of the craziest races of the year. It was. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The red flag to... <laughs> What we in NASCAR they call a the green white checker, which yeah, a green white checker in NASCAR is a great idea. In Formula One, really bad idea. Oh my gosh, oh, I love that race. Yeah, what it was, was epic. Yeah, this is great. What are some of our highlights from the year? Because that race, your brother reminded it, reminded me of yeah. it, and that last red flag, it was like everyone was taking each other out yeah, as so, hard as they could. Like Both Alpines cars destroyed each other. <laughs> if you if you didn't see it, it's just like they made the whole la- the last lap was like, hey, we'll just put a skating rink around these corners. Oh, oh man, that and race. everyone just destroy you. That was so yeah. fun. And Albon crashed <laughs> in qualifying and flicked rocks at Hulk. You remember oh, that onboard? Yeah, yeah. And I remember being like, ow. Could you imagine being blasted by rocks at yeah. that speed? Holy That'd cow. Be so bummed. That'd be so Yeah. <laughs> I only have my predictions. Let's get your predictions. Let's yeah. start with predictions and yeah. we can so talk about other I things. I said Red Bull would win. Go figure. Uh-huh. Um, this really, is, again, this is before. Really risky this is before, there. This yeah. is before the season started. That's though. true. And before testing, yeah. too. We didn't so, know how awesome they were going to be. <laughs> I said Merck would get second. 
Oh. Okay, yeah. You yeah. got it right at the mm-hmm. end. Good yeah. job. Um, so you willed it into... You got Sergio the five-second penalty. <laughs> yeah. I'm mad at you right um, now. <laughs> this is where things start falling apart for me. Okay. Uh, I said Alpine in third. They were close, dude. I had a feeling that they were going to come up a little bit. And then I said Ferrari in fourth. Yes. Mm. Uh, McLaren, then Aston, uh, which is... Let me pull this up. Pretty close. Aston was... Fifth. What, fifth? Yeah, that's pretty close. Um, and then I said Haas in seventh. That did not happen. They, um, yeah. Alphatari in eighth. Did get that. Um, Alfa Romeo in ninth, which I did get. Wow. And, um, I said Williams in 10th. Just flip the Haas and the Williams. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Dang. And I mean, honestly, that's, that's huge. And I think that I won't go off on too much of a tangent, but I do think James Valls is the man to turn that team around. Mm. I think he's killer. He's, I think he's he's doing a great job. I think they're on the way to like a serious leap. Yeah. I I mean, they're on their way. You're seeing it. Yeah. You're seeing it already. Yeah. Um, Kevin, also, I think you need to get credit for the fact that Aston Martin, you I like called call Aston Martin. Out. I did call this out. Yeah. As being very competitive. I said, Aston's going to be competitive. Everyone laughed me out of the room. Yep. Yeah. Um, which they always do when it comes to Aston because. Yeah. yeah but Lance. like when you said it, you were like, <laughs> Lance Thrall's going to be on the podium. <laughs> every say, week. Okay. Here's. So I said, I said, Aston's going to come back in a way that's going to surprise everybody, mm-hmm. which is, which is true. Yes. Um, the other two predictions I made about Aston Martin did not happen. <laughs> um, shoot, Aston Martin performed like crazy this year. I, I said, mean, yeah. way outdid everyone's expectations. I yes. said Fernando would win a race. If it wasn't Red Bull's dominance, yeah. Fernando yeah. got a bunch of second places. I actually think that Zandvoort was where I thought it was going to happen. Right. Mm. I thought it was going to happen too. And yeah. then I said Lance would get on the podium mm. at least once. Yeah. Those two things. Lance got fourth. Lance is in doing, one race. Yeah. Doing good. So like I wasn't too, too far off. No. And to make that call, I mean, that's pretty wild, but I was just saying that because I kind of wanted it to happen because yeah. I like rooting for an underdog and I love totally. rooting for Haas and a couple other teams, but I just know that Haas isn't going to be competing at the front. And I think that Aston has the capability to do that. Aston, yeah. And now that they've grown in the side in the way that they have as a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's so much more, uh, it's super cool. Yeah. Likely than, than Haas has at the moment, mm-hmm. yep. at least. Yeah. Absolutely. You did same. good, man. You did. You did. Yeah, not, more not too than, far off. Yeah. Not too far awesome. off. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't even remember what I said at the beginning of the year other than, yeah, it's going to be a, they're going to go, go racing. Race. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to go mean, fast. Did we expect Ferrari to not win as much or to win more than they did? They, I, Carlos Sainz is the only one with a win other than the Red Bulls. I had a feeling that this year would be a struggle because of yeah, the too. change in team principle. And I do remember yep. feeling that, like, I want them to do better this year, mm-hmm. but I know that that change is mm. going to slow progress. I felt the same way. On car, de- car development. Mm. Kevin, you brought a lot of facts. Yeah, we need to get to the facts. Let's I mean, get us some facts. This is a longer episode, but... Uh, no, yeah. it's going good. Okay. This is normal. But... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I think just to talk about how dominant this season is, mm-hmm. I thought it'd be cool to talk about other dominant seasons and just a little just, compare and contrast. Just to compare, so we'll do drivers first. Okay, this is the most races won in a year by a single driver. Okay, this year is the most, but also there was the most races this year yeah, yeah. than ever before, More and we missed shot. one. But that's right. We, we missed, missed the Italian. One. Yeah. There's supposed to be 24. Yeah. Which, which is a lot of races. Wild Crazy. Of races. I'm not complaining, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's a lot. Two a month average. Yeah. So this year is max 119. There's 23 races. The next most winning um, year is also max. That was last year. 115 out of 22 races. And so this year he won 82.6% of all races. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Red Bull won every single race, but one this year. That's crazy. Just That's crazy. Just to say that. Bless you, Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Carlos. <laughs> Thank Holy you cow. so much. Um, so last year, Max won 68% of the races. Then behind that, it's Schumacher. He won 13 out of 18 at 72%. Mm-hmm. Then it's Vettel in fourth for 2013, 13 out of 19, 68%. And Schumacher again in 2002, 11 mm. out of 17. That was a really bad year. Yeah. What about- 64%. <laughs> yeah. What was the year from like the 50s or the 60s where one team won every single race but one? But, but one. It was like it was like ten races. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was all that existed yeah, in Formula the, One back then. The eleventh race was the this was the didn't... Indianapolis five hundred, oh, yeah. and, that, yeah, and that's yeah, why yeah. they didn't I, win it. I've, that was back. You guys before. have talked about this one before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it doesn't really. It was constructor, yeah. not driver, in that yeah. sense. But yeah, and then fifth. Oh yeah, and then sixth is Vettel in twenty eleven. Um, eleven out of nineteen, fifty seven percent, and then seven through ten is Hamilton, and eleven won. is yeah. the most he's ever done. Eleven is the season. most he's ever won in mm. a single season, which really puts it in perspective like how dominant max is how many of those other wins were valtteri yeah which is the constructor versus yeah so yeah okay okay, so now let's move on i love it love it okay so now i have the same thing but for constructors okay and so the most winning year like i guess in modern f1 um is Honestly, we'll this, exclude the 50s. It's yeah, ridiculous. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there's 11 races. Yeah. It's just yeah. Alfa Romeo winning oh, yeah. everything because they're the only team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's this year. So yeah, mm-hmm. Ferrari won 22 out of 23 races. Red Bull. Sorry. Thank you. Red Bull did. Ferrari won, won one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Red Bull won 95.65% of the oh, races. Oh, that is insanely high. Um, so stupid. Yeah, A plus work. Yeah. They broke a record that's been standing since 1988. This year, it's as long as I am old. That record, (laughs) yeah, and that was when McLaren won 15 out of 16 races. MP4 for oh wow, 93.75 Senna Senna and Alain Prost. Oh, yeah, so we're doing constructors, (gasps) right? If you could time travel, but here's the thing is that I'm like, I've always always said this though, I'm like, it would be so incredible to see, except I hated this season so. Not under the next constructor. True. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, ugh, McLaren. The again. next, yeah. you know? <laughs> the next three are Merck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's exactly what you think. 2016, 2014, 2015, 19 out of 21, 16 out of 19, 16 out of 19, respectively. And so those percentages are 80s, 90, those are 90? 90, 84, and then okay, yeah, 84. So there's, yeah. there's, those are still dominant seasons. Still dominant seasons. Extremely dominant seasons. Again, like I don't try to discredit how terrible this season has been to watch in mm-hmm. the sense of for sure. the lead. Yeah. But the years where Mercedes were dominant sucked because you couldn't pass. Yeah. <laughs> and so the rest of the field was just locked in And position. it was just one, two every year. Whereas yeah. at least this year, it's like, who's getting second? At least we get to talk about yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time we talked about the ham uh, bot? Ham bot. Yeah, yeah. It's like. We don't really have that. It wasn't we have the ver. It wasn't a ver, a verper. Yeah. Yeah. No, Which is funny. We don't have very many verpers. The absence of the verper. <laughs> yeah. And then the next two are Ferrari in 2002 and four. Those are Schumacher years. 15 out of 17, 15 out of 18. 88%. And then you have 2013 and 2011, which are Red Bull years, mm. 13 out of 19, 12 out of 19, 68%, 63%. But just to give those perspective, Vettel won 11 or so in yeah. those years. Weber won. Weber uh, one or Webs. two. Poor Webster. Yeah. Brutal, right? That's like Perez in this. But again, to but Perez, Perez won. Perez He did. won two this year? Uh, He won two. Or and three. He, well, might have been three. No, because so there was 19 for Max. 19 for Max. And then 
Carlos makes it too. So he won three. Yeah, he won three. Okay. Mm. And I mean, he did what Mark Webber never could, which is a finish. That's, B2. that's the feather in corners cap that mm-hmm. he hasn't had to this point. Right. So he's happy. Yeah. Um, and then after that is Williams 10 out of 16 in 92. Um, and that who was the that was Nigel, Nigel Mansell in the FW fourteen B. Yeah, hmm. and then the last on this list is Renault in 05. They won eight out of 19, 42. The jump between those two is nuts. Yeah, that's a um, huge jump. But yeah, yeah, eight out of nineteen, and that was with Fernando Alonso. Fernando uh, Alonso he's been in for a while, so he's on the list. But man, yeah, Red Bull's dominance this season is just incredible. But Disgusting. Not too different from Mercedes. It, just just it isn't. for those people who actually, were instantly complaining about Max's dominance. Yeah, it's actually more dominant. Yeah, it is. It well, is, it is. But like Mercedes, but those seasons comparable. Those seasons were just. This is what the similar feeling. The complaint. Sure. The complaint yeah. of the seasons of Mercedes dominance. At least 2016 was the year that I don't complain because that was when Nico Rosberg won the championship. So there was a, at least so there, there was, was a, a battle. battle at the front. Yeah. Right. But the rest of the years, the rest of the constructors just struggled to be anywhere near them mm-hmm. or anywhere near a fight with each other. Red Bull was a little bit further. Ferrari was yeah. a little bit further. But like they weren't really duking it out for second. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? No, it makes sense. Yeah. So I just think that this year still had so much interest and for races like Vegas, for races yeah. like Abu Dhabi, there there was such good, uh, uh, such a good delivery on it's anybody's yeah. guess. Once you let Max go the into point. the distance, once you just like let that go, yeah. get it off your chest. No, if you erase Max from the championship yeah. this year, we had it's a killer so series. Exciting. <laughs> Again, the closest it's ever been yeah. in yeah. the midfield. Yeah, which is so fun. So mm. I think that the criticism that F1 is getting for it just being, oh, it's so dominant. It's like, yeah, if you only care about what's happening at the very front. Yeah. But I'm way more, in- I'm not more interested. I'm just as interested as, as what's happening, mm-hmm. you know, it, first or ninth. I guess it's kind of, I, if, you, if you compare it to other sports and other athletics, it would be like, oh, I only care about the <clears throat> NBA finals. Right. And it's like, you only care about the the end of the season? Yeah. You don't have a team that you support or anything? I think that that's yeah. kind of the difference yeah. is being like, well, yeah, the championship matters and yeah, it matters who wins, but there's so much extra, there's so much extra to pay attention to outside yeah. of that. I mean, that one, the one years where the Warriors were just so dominant. Right. It was, I, I, I watched more that season because it's just like, oh, that's the Golden State Warriors are destroying everyone. Let's right. Let's sure. some of these games. But then also I root for the jazz and I watch the jazz games too. Right. Sure. Like it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a dumb season, but right. it's, 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 I, th- I think it's switched. Like it's impressive to see a team, for instance, like the warriors who are so in sync and they have this thing down so well that they are just dominating. Right. Similar to Red Bull. It's all about the formula. They have been able to come together as a team for designing and engineering and then a drivers, two drivers that fit that team so well right. that they just dominate. And that is also really impressive. I think to it's watch. cool to it's, see. It's really cool. To I see. think it's cool to see. And personally, I was even rooting I mean, like at the Vegas GP. I'm like, I'm rooting for Max to win. Mm. Not because I like love Red Bull or love yeah. Max. But I think at this point, I just remember thinking at that point, I remember thinking, well, he's dominated so much this year. I'm on board to see someone do something that's never been done Let's before. Let's just go for the fences, man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what we can do with this. And now it's out there uh-huh. and it's the thing to beat. Yeah. And so, now that's I true. wasn't that way. 
<laughs> and I definitely wanted Charles to win that race. But now but we I, have I these respect new, yeah, you. Now we have these new records and a new standard. Yeah. That's that's a really cool point. I like and that's that. what I'm talking about. It's just mm-hmm. there's a new standard mm-hmm. that like Max has done something that no one's ever done before. Yeah. yeah. And he's not super. He doesn't really care about. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have like I think he said I'm not concerned with having eight championships, which mm-hmm. is a total dig at Lewis. Yeah, totally. Um, because he just wants to dominate for the seasons that he's there mm-hmm. and then ch- and then check out and yeah. go and do other racing. I mean, he's already achieved something his dad didn't. Yeah. And in some ways, I feel like that was always the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Turns out you just have to not be like really <laughs> aggressive and violent to the people around you. And you've done something that, yeah. that, uh, that yeah, you've done something that, that Yoss done. can't say he did. Yeah. <laughs> also impressive that this team who is not a car manufacturer has dominated. Yeah, the these sport. guys make energy oh, drinks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a marketing company that is insane yeah yeah so these car manufacturers mercedes ferrari mclaren like step it up dude yeah i mean i do not only do you need to take (laughs) notes from the arrow underneath the car but look at their like organizational structure look at like what they're doing in every essence of their organization and what's going on and then fix your problem like you said Find out where your problem is and fix it because you're being beaten by a drink company. Right, right. I remember like talking to my girlfriend and saying, hey, yeah, like Red Bull's winning. They're like, they're winning like crazy and Mm -hmm. they literally make energy drinks and they're beating Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ferrari. Like the people who started the sport. Yeah. And when you step out of the fact that, you know, like we're so into it Uh that like when we say Red Bull, it's like, oh yeah, cool. When you're just like a person on the street. Mm, Yeah. You would never think. And they're like, Red Bull has You're a like, racing who team? Who has the fastest car? Red Bull, Red Bull. or Ferrari? Yeah. And, and they're, they're like, Ferrari. Ferrari. Like, no. Maybe McLaren. You would, think that, you would yeah. think that, though. I mean, again, to kind of go along with what I said, Dietrich Mateschitz and his mm-hmm. vision of being yeah. the best at everything he does, mm-hmm. whether that be motocross, skiing, snowboarding, whatever sport or they've ventured competitive, into. Or um, competitive hockey, racing, skating. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. Or down. <laughs> yeah, or down yeah. Red Bull has bonkers. like the best team for that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Or, or soapbox racing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like all the other random stuff they do, which it is so great. It takes like a, like this Red Bull energy drink company to come in and like shift a paradigm and like disrupt this yeah. like the industry. Yeah. Credit to Lawrence Stroll. Who totally. like gets into the game and it's like, well, what is the winner doing? Let's just do that. And all these other teams are throwing shade, shade at, him, at him. Like the pink Mercedes. He's like, well, we're winning now. Like he's like, Polo Raph Lauren <laughs> was doing Tommy Hilfiger way before. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I made for billions real. of dollars? Yeah, for real. It takes these, I can do it in racing yeah. the same way I've done it everywhere Maybe else. these like teams that are like so caught up in their own legacy and tradition. Yeah. Are getting like stumble or stumbling on that oh, yeah. fact. Yeah. yeah. But right. to Max's credit, it's like these are the people that are disrupting the sport and yeah. making it difficult for these kind of like I guess heritage snooty teams. heritage teams. Yeah. It's like you have to you have to rethink how you're approaching this. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Thought. Um, I think we should all say what our favorite moment was. I'll go first. Mine was when the Williams got taken up and everyone saw the floor of it and they just apologized. <laughs> That one was pretty amazing. <laughs> I forgot about That's that. Good one. That was in Monaco, wasn't it? Yeah, that was in Monaco. Yeah. It was hey, the same as, as the bread we're going sorry. up. We're yeah. sorry. <laughs> and there's yeah. just, a, we just a plank of wood. We're just sorry. It's just plywood from Home Depot. Painted black. And I love that they're apologizing to their fans. And I'm like, who is this directed at? Yeah. You don't have hey fans. Hey, guys, we're... It wasn't. We're sorry. It was an unprovoked apology. It was they're an like, unprovoked apology. Like, like they oh. didn't need to apologize, but no. they knew as soon as and everyone it, saw it. But I feel like what it <laughs> well, was because they saw the Red Bull car and everyone was like, "Oh, like, that, damn, that's a yeah. that, that's a crazy floor." And then you saw the Williams, and it's just 
sheet metal. Yeah, it's just picked up from Home Depot <laughs> yeah. on a flatbed. Exactly. We're so sorry. But sorry. I feel like it was targeted at like Duracell and the people who have given oh. them like sponsorship money. Because oh, yeah. uh, I was funny. like, oh, we're just so sorry to our fans. I'm like, what fans? <laughs> <laughs> this is to Duracell. This is to the people who have for, given you money. Yeah. I thought forever they were sponsored by Doritos because I never looked that closely. It's oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Doralton Capital. Yeah, yeah, you're like, what <laughs> they're sponsored this, by Doritos forever. This is a Frito-Lay? <laughs> sponsorship happening here. anyway i love them just apologizing unprovoked yeah that, that is so that. great yeah that yeah. is a good one um the first thing that comes to my brain and maybe because it's still recent is when charles leclerc crashed during the formation lap <laughs> 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 and then just so just and then and then he's just saying to public he's like why do i have why the worst am i luck? so unlucky why, why am, I am i so, so unlucky? unlucky yeah so sad it was <laughs> also seeing george russell just Oh, Brazil was your favorite race. No, 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 no. When George Russell uh, was, well, who was he following? Lando, and he made the mistake, and he crashed right into the oh, wall. Singapore. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was so fun. And all the memes came out where it's like, if you're, if you don't Go find the, the gap, gap, yeah, then he hits gap on Singapore. <laughs> Yeah, I loved it because at that point he was also very, very cocky. He still is, and he yeah, is more now somehow. But for him to crash during that was so great because he had been talking a lot of crap about Lewis. Yeah, he's just like, and then oh, I can equal him. And then he made a mistake and crashes. It's just like, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a good time for sure. I feel like I I hold on to this memory of the very beginning of this season with Fernando so fondly. Tetris moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Miami might be my favorite for Tell Lance that was a great turn. That was a great overtake, Lance. <laughs> it was amazing. And you're like, what the hell's happening? How does he have time to see this? <laughs> so I do think that that moment, but also just seeing Fernando return to the podium as much as he did, um, seeing that like joy and like genuine joy. Like we've talked mm-hmm. about this where like Lewis gets on the podium and it's actual, like you can tell he's so amped Yeah, yeah where yeah. before it was like, Oh, he expected to be there. Happy to be mm. here. Thanks everybody. That was a great effort from yeah. everyone at the factory. Yeah. 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 It's like the, these seeing Fernando who's spent so much time at the back, mm-hmm. so much time in the midfield mm-hmm. trying to get there. Yeah. That real elation and dropping the champagne bottle to the team yeah. earlier this season to me is just something That's that really I feel cool. like I'll never forget. You know, in his mind, he's just replaying the hours and hours of <laughs> meetings with Otmar Schaffner. <laughs> he's like, I'm so happy those are done. <laughs> I got to remember to compliment Lance's goatee. Yeah, I yeah. got Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my least favorite moment of this season is seeing Lance's yeah, goatee. We, Holy what's cow. least favorite moments is you Lance's know, Lance, goatee. So just put a picture right here for those that haven't seen Lance it. Lance showed is, up to some sort of meeting at the Las Vegas Grand Prix and Alonzo's like, looks good. <laughs> It plays. That, it plays. Yeah, it's really looks good. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and he's like, "Wow, Alonzo thinks I look good." Yeah, yeah. Two-time world champion I'll Alonzo Fernando Alonzo thinks I look really cool. He's like, "I, I thought I grow this like Spaniard-influenced goatee." <laughs> Fernando really likes it. Uh, it's so funny. My dad. dad do you my, like it? My dad really likes Fernando, and he has facial hair. I thought I should try. Oh, good moments. Um, got to wrap up the episode. Yes, but um. Just because the Formula One season's over doesn't mean there's lots to look forward to. We're going to be bringing out some more episodes. Yeah. We have cool things like the Dakar coming up, which is I'm really cool. I'm stoked on that. So, and we've, got- we've done these in the past where we do something called a ground up or a deep dive. Yeah. And we'll probably do a couple of those while we're in the off season. Totally. So if you have questions that are so much deeper mm-hmm. or events that you want us to recap, 
send them in. Yeah, send I think them in. I'd love to hear about the Braun era from yeah. you guys. I think that sounds so interesting to yeah. me. We'll get we'll get a episode going on that. Cool. Yeah. That sounds fun. But yeah, send us in your your questions via our email, fastones.us at no, what was it? Fastones.us at gmail.com. <laughs> gmail.com. Isn't that it? Yeah, I made it. Yeah, you're the one to do it. Or just message us on Instagram, follow <laughs> us, fastones.us. Uh follow us on YouTube. We have the episodes come out on YouTube as a show yeah. now, and it's amazing. So please like and subscribe and, sh- and share. Ooh, it's all coming off my tongue way too yeah. fast right now. Five stars yeah. on Spotify. We do actually have a lot of good ratings I love on Spotify, it. so yeah. keep, keep keep doing it. We keep really appreciate it. it. It's send us your friends. Show. Get your grandma to give it five stars. <laughs> send us your friends. Yes, yeah. and tell us about them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, and thanks, Kevin, for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah, it was a great time. Thanks yeah. for having us. All right. All right see you next week. They're like, we should have put a grind rail right off that kicker and it would have landed him safely. <laughs> they would have at least built the special meter. <laughs>